<laughs> Let's pray. Heavenly Father, this morning, um, just asking that you be the teacher. Be the one who not only speaks the words, but be the one who hears them in our ears too, and then translates that into truth or revelation. We're so good at studying and researching, and for those that want to know, they can learn everything, and they can memorize anything, but the true good news only comes by a revelation of Jesus Christ himself in us. That can't be found in a book. Uh, The books point to you, but the internal awareness comes only from you revealing it already in us. Pray this morning you teach us about faith in a way that we may not have looked at before. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. I know there are people uh, going to be jumping in shortly online. I want to say hello to them all. Paul Braun, if you're watching, uh, prayed for you and love you. I hope you're recovering well. Um, but it's been fun watching who jumps in later uh, throughout the broadcast and um, chime in later. And uh, last week's message was interesting. It sure was. Because I had one person uh, mention to me this week that they were surprised that I started last week's message with, it's going to be about faith. Let's let's go there so that we can see the slide. What is faith? But I started by saying, I'm not going to tell you what the answer is. Well, isn't that a pastoral job? Isn't that what the sermon's for, to tell you what it is? And last week we covered a whole bunch of stuff. I'm just going to recap in as fast as I can, one slide, uh, the things we covered last week. Because this is important. If you weren't here last week, these are the foundations that we covered in order to look at what faith is. First, God is a trinity. This is huge. You've got to know who God is. He's three in one. One essence. He is love. God is love. Doesn't have it. It's not an app. God is love. We are loved. That's like super important. Knowing we're loved. And that, not everybody gets. I really know that. Um, That we are also complete and lack nothing. That's huge. We have everything we need for living a godly life. A.K.A. faith, hint, hint. All right? Then we have complete trust. Okay, by the way, definition, a couple definitions of faith that we looked at that are traditional. Uh, complete trust or confidence in someone or something. That's a dictionary definition. And then from the scriptures, now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen from the NASB Hebrews, book of Hebrews. So that's, those are the plaques we have on the wall that tell us what faith means so we don't have to think about it. And go, there it is, there's the definition, got it, next, move on. We skip over it. We don't stop to think, what actually is faith? Because we're told to have it. And oh my goodness, I have no time to share with you some of the other details I discovered this week. Like, it's crazy. Great, like, okay, the best part of my study has been discovering that what we've been told faith is, as in you've got to have more, as in it's up to you, comes from pagan roots. It's not biblical at all. So today, I want to dive into something that I think is going to stretch us. I'm still not going to tell you what faith is, as in the answer. I can't. But here's what I'm hoping for. I was telling Chris this this morning, that I'm hoping that we take the plaque of what we call faith and begin to have 
arrows shoot out with new boxes, new definitions, and expanding understanding for us of what faith can be and is. So that we don't come up with a quick, short answer to share over quick coffee or bump into somebody. It's, it's an internal growing understanding of who actually is in you. That's what my hope is today. So I'm going to be quoting a lot of people, and I'm hoping we'll get through them because each person says something unique that adds something to this beautiful tapestry, what we call faith. So the picture may be one image. We're going to add in more art, more color, more texture into this thing we call faith. That's my desire. Doubts. And questions are not necessarily signs of disbelief or faithlessness. In fact, they're evidence faith is growing. Doubt does not equal lack of faith. You have to see that. How is faith described in the scriptures? Well, I'm going to show you a bunch of texts. And by the way, you can look later again online or whatever or jot these down. Uh, Mark 11:22. It says, have the faith of God. That's what the earliest, te- earliest texts say. Young's literal translation, which we use a lot here, um, says this, And Jesus answered, saith to them, Have faith of God. Have faith of God. Or the Passion Translation says it like this, Jesus replied, Let the faith of God be in you. That's different than up to you having to get it into you. Let's look at the next famous verse we've talked about before, uh, Galatians 2.20. This is how faith is described in Scripture. I have been crucified with Christ. Yay, we cheer. We haul away our banners. We're under grace. This is great. We're, we're new creations. Yeah, all right. But then we kind of do a switch, and it's no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God. That's what the translation says, not the original, who loved me and delivered himself up for me. See, it's all, it's all about what he's done, he's done, what he's done, but then this translator changes it, now it's up to you what you have to do to maintain or get faith. There's a problem here. Something has to be consistent. Look in the King James Bible, for all those who think Jesus read the King James Bible. Um, It says, I live by the faith of the Son of God. They got it right. We live by the faith of the Son of God, so it's by his faith in us we live by. Young's literal translation says, in the faith I live of the Son of God. Again, I'm starting to like this passion translation more and more. My new life is empowered by the faith of the Son of God. He is the source of all faith. Why do I emphasize this? Because the misconception, I probably can't say it enough, the misconception that we think we have to muster up more faith. And in some religious circles, they say you need to have more faith. That's why this isn't happening. Scubala. Look it up. Yes. We live instead by the faith of Christ in us. 
This is not about guilt tripping. This is recognizing more and more that moment by moment we live from Christ in us. Instead of trying to get more of him into us, he's actually encouraging us to abide as in becoming greater and greater aware of his presence so that his mind can permeate our mind and realize it's not our mind at all. We're one with Christ and we share the mind of Christ. But if you don't know that, you're going to live from a misconception. I'm trying to correct this. Expand your thinking. Bertius Utheson. Therefore, he's, he's a guy I've gotten to know on, on Facebook. He's uh, connected well. I love this. He's got two slides on here. This is when I started to ask individuals, hey, how would you describe faith? I got a whole bunch of people respond. I couldn't put them all on because some of them started to say the same thing. It started to become a beautiful blend. But I'm gonna, uh, I've got a whole bunch that I'm going to share with you. First, Bertius. Um, Therefore, man cannot generate his or her own faith. We can, only do to, we can only decide to enjoy and appropriate the faith of God, which points to what we just read. Faith are not given in measures. All people have the fullness of the faith of God in them. Not all enjoy it, endure in it, etc. We have a measure of faith, if you want to call it, but he says there isn't really a measure because we just finished confirming last week we're complete. Fully complete, lacking no thing. Nothing. Hmm. He also says the faith of God takes us on a journey of assurance and success. I love this. It's about a journey, not arriving. Ha! I've got the faith. It's like that song, I got the power. You know that song? Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> But this takes us on a journey where our assurance continues to build and grow and we have a confident confidence in our confidant. The one who is our source and indwells us. We can walk away from it if we desire to. Faith equals love and in the end it can never fail us. It takes the unrenewed mind time to figure that out. The unrenewed mind can't see the grace inside. Therefore, they live from darkness. That's why in Matthew it says, if the light that is in you, if that light that is in you, if that light is darkness to your mind, oh, it's a big darkness because, man... If you can't see that light, that's huge, and it's dark to you, that's, that's significant. You're going to live from darkness. It doesn't change what is true. Light is in you. Hmm. Craig Snyder. You all know Craig? He's one of our favorite guest teachers here. Um, he says, the word faith and the word believe is the same word in the Greek. You can substitute the word faith and belief at will. Believe is the verb, and faith or belief is the noun, but they come from the same root word. Craig's been trying to tell me this for years. I finally get it. Like, talk about slow learner. Not like any of us are. We knew all this, right? So, John 3.16 
Belief. The word belief is pisteo. And in Hebrews it says, when it talks about what faith is, it's pistis. It's the same root word. They mean the same thing. I've never seen this before. And I'm going to show you something that's going to blow your mind because this points to something. Do you remember my definition of faith I had up last week? Faith is what? Trust with a, a side of hope. I'm going to show you this. This is, this is crazy. You, want, you may not see this. Uh, uh, can you zoom in on just this screen so whoever's watching online will be able to take a screenshot if needed? Um, sorry, this is, this is the way I work, and if you can't see it, I'm going to read it. So I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven translations using uh, keywords. This one is going to, it's the same verse. It's all Romans 15, 13. They're all the same. But each one translates that word differently. So here the emphasis would be trust and then believe, 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 trust. Same word. In the NIV, which is quite popular, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Hope fellowship, guys. Yeah, it's getting better. NLT says, I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust, believe in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Uh, NESB, now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that you will abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Do you see who the source is? Is it kind of a bit of a pattern here? should be. A Young's literal translation, hard to read because it's literal. And the God of the hope, I love that, the God of the hope, uh, shall fill you with all joy and peace in the believing, faith, trust, holy, this is good, for you're abounding in the hope in the power of the Holy Spirit. Message translation. Oh, may the God of green hope fill you up with joy, fill you up with peace, so that your believing lives, faithful lives, trusting lives, filled with the life-giving energy of the Holy Spirit will brim over with hope. And it continues. And if you like the King James, here we go. O Lord, as fathers of heaven and earth. Just kidding. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. Young, uh, the Passion Translation. Now may God, the inspiration and foundation of hope, fill you to overflowing with uncontainable joy and perfect peace as you trust, believe in him. And may the power of the Holy Spirit continually surround your life with his superabundance until you radiate with hope. You can't radiate what you don't believe. Impossible. Are you seeing the picture? Can you, can you, are you starting to see these words that you've never had to look at before because nobody's brought in front of you like this? 
and this forced me to do it too. Craig Snyder continues to say, Biblical faith is his faith. That is given to you by Christ. In other words, the faith of Christ, which we kind of just read. As a result of having the faith of Christ, we see things through his eyes. So biblical faith is seeing things with the eyes of Christ. It's a gift. It is something that has been given and is received. The ability to see things as they are. That is true biblical faith, to see things as they really are. Do you really see Christ in you? If it's yes, then you are seeing things as they are. Not all these quotes are going to connect with you. One of them, just one might. Paul Gray, another teacher. There is only one faith, the faith of Jesus. Faith is what Jesus believes about God and me, and I agree with him. It's just a relaxed way to see it. Kevin Shea, he's a Canadian pastor in Saskatoon, spoke at his church in Melford before, uh, had a number of conversations with him and will continue to do so. He's a great guy. He says, God's divine power has granted to us everything pertaining to life and godliness. Faith is expecting to receive what is already ours. Faith takes what grace has supplied. Believe the full empowerment of God in you. You've been given everything for godly living. Now believe that and let that become fruit in your life. Start acting out this good news. It's not about you mustering it up. It's about, ah, oh, I'm recognizing I already have it. So what? Okay, uh, I feel like it's so small in me though. But it has to grow. So my faith has to become, use the word stronger. How many have heard that? Got to have stronger faith? I found a way to say it's okay to have that. Because I always thought stronger means I'm shortened I, I, or I lack something. Right? Because it implies I don't have the full measure. But it's not about that. The stronger has to do instead with the growing awareness and, and recognizing what is true. And it's going to sprout out of you in a way you can't even contain anymore. It may be simple faith. It may be a much growing, deeper one that you become a person who ends up helping others grow in their faith. Or you might just become a more loving person. <gasps> Imagine that. Imagine what would happen in our world if we just became more loving. Thanks, Kevin. Ryan Hardbridge from Alberta. Hey, Ryan, hopefully you're watching. Faith is not about trusting more and or better to be loved. We've associated that in churchianity. Say, in order to be loved more, I have to have more faith. No. Like this. Faith is trusting that more and or better isn't necessary to being loved at all. He just takes it a step further. <laughs> I love it. Baxter Cougar. Anybody hear him? Just kidding. You guys better have. He writes in his book, Patmos, Faith is seeing with Jesus' eyes. Seeing what is. From faith to faith, the word believes. I thought it was a great quote. Paul Anderson Walsh. How many of you remember Paul? He's actually visiting Steve uh, right now in Florida. So that's kind of cool. He writes, In simple terms, I think of faith as inner knowing. 
and salvation as being conscious of the indwelling Christ. I thought that's a really unique lens. These lenses help. Next, Don Keithley. If you don't know Don, you've got to look him up. He's an incredible teacher. He's on Facebook Live all the time. Um, look him up, please. He's also the president of Global Grace Seminary, of which Steve McVeigh is the, uh, uh, um, what do you call it? Second guy. Oh. Vice president, thank you, yeah. Vice. Wouldn't that be a cool new set of presidents? Anyway, um, faith acknowledges the substance of what the Father has already, by grace, declared to be true about you. That, that's a mouthful already. Faith is a gift that allows you to see yourself and your circumstances through the eyes of the Father. Abraham simply believed what God said about him was true. Abraham did not get his faith out there to receive a son. <laughs> Nobody thought of that, did you? <laughs> Abraham did not confess a thousand times, I'm the father of many nations, I'm the father of many nations, I'm the father of many nations, to make it happen. Abraham simply agreed with what God declared to already be done, a done deal in his life. And the guy had doubts. Seriously? The father of our faith, the guy's supposed to have like the great model of faith. Yeah, the model of faith says you can doubt. You're going to wrestle. He, he even tried to help God out. Like, seriously? You know, okay, this baby thing ain't coming. Maybe you should try some other method. And sleeps with another woman, tries to create a baby, and it works. But that wasn't God's plan. And God in his patience and gentleness, oh, my child, my child, my child. Faith will come. Just watch. It's okay to screw up. It's okay to have doubt. God knows. I just thought that was a great thought. Michael Miller, another teacher. I think faith is trust. In the Christian context, it is trusting Jesus. Believing that though things can be tragic, evil, and painful, that in the end, he will make it right. Faith is Christ, is victorious, Overall. Oh, sorry. Faith is, Christ is victorious overall, and we believe in his victory even when we feel defeated. So it's not about your feelings. It's about what you're believing. Brad Jurzak, many of you know who he is. Um, he says, faith equals active trust in, surrender to, I love that. Finally, somebody's using the word surrender. And cooperation with the loving care and transforming grace of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. A recognition of the Trinity at work in us. And then he just posted this, I think last night. Uh, New Testament faith, hope, and love can refer to our orientation to some object, but more importantly, they can be the object itself. Example, the faith once delivered, Christ our blessed hope and triune love whom God is. It's deep. You've got to think through that one. But there's a bit of a pattern starting to come through these quotes. Are you starting to catch a little bit? I hope so. Chris Kratzer, he says, Faith is simply awakening to all that we already have in Christ. I think that word... Uh, again, as different words hit differently, the awakening, I think, is probably the most accurate thing so that if I have to have stronger faith, I'm awakening more. I'm becoming more and more awake. I'm now my third cup of coffee, okay? Versus 
I need a coffee. <laughs> you know, do, you get my drift? All right, anyway, keep going. Um, it is not an event. It is a process of ever-increasing revelation. When Jesus says, all who believe in me will not perish, but have everlasting life, I don't see him setting up a response on our part that unlocks the door of his salvation, but rather simply how that salvation becomes aware to us. He could have said that all who believe in me become awakened to the salvation that is theirs through me instead of living a perishing life of unbelief, doubts, fears, condemnation, shame, religiosity. For me to believe is to rest. And that's another simple word, rest. I know it's a lot. You probably can't take this all in. Oh, well, um, welcome to my week. <laughs> but this is, this is really helpful stuff. If you don't like all art, then just look at the stuff you do like, because each person sees something different that connects with their heart and soul and mind. Javier! Remember him? Puerto Rico! We helped them. We sent money down, and they bought some generators to help them through that terrible hurricane problem last, last year. <clears throat> I sent him the same question. He says, I believe now that faith is my response to God's love. When I'm aware of God's love and experience it, the inevitable result is trust. Cannot be demanded, it's experienced. I like that. <laughs> Thanks, Javier. Peter Hyatt, if you know who he is, good teacher, great stuff online. I think I can reduce it to one word, trust. Because I asked him, how would you view faith? That's what you'll find in most lexicons, I think. I don't know why it isn't translated trust all the time. Maybe because trust makes it too obvious. Trust is never the credit of the person that does the trusting, but to the credit of the one that earns the trust. God creates our trust through his story of grace. We don't earn grace with our trust. God earns our trust with his grace revealed in Christ Jesus. Do you see that? Do you see the different... You're getting tractor beamed. It's about the source of faith and trust. It's about the, the one, not about your measure. The more he's revealed and that he's good, he is love, the more trust, faith grows, gets stronger, builds. It looks like it's getting bigger, but it's not getting bigger. It's becoming greater, greater, uh, it's becoming a greater awareness in you. Toshi! Love Toshi. Mr. Miyagi, uh, great guy. Remember, do you remember him from last year? He was here. Uh, he's a um, counseling director for Grace Walk, uh, and uh, he does a lot of the uh, resources and materials. He, this was cool because I'd never seen this before. This is from Japanese mindset of, of uh, how faith is seen. Again, all these lenses help. Faith in Japanese is, and I can't read that. Sorry, just that, that's, his, that's the word. It comes from two words. Character, words or characters. The first character, this one, because you see this, is one, two. So the first character means belief or believe. The second one means to worship, adore, awe, respect. So by combining these characters, faith means believe and worship. Wow. It means believe the one with awe. So you are saying, my God, wow, you are awesome, and I believe in you. How's that for an awesome, fun definition of faith? I can just see Toshi saying that too. 
Nothing exists in separation. And all exists connected and together. So as the faith. Faith connects us between God and us because Christ is the faith. Oh, that's rich. I can read that again. That was, okay. Nothing exists in separation. And as Baxter Kruger has said, separation is one of the biggest, biggest log jams of the Christian world. Because separation dualism has been taught in Western thought for so long has created a log jam so real faith can't get through. But when we take separation out of it and recognize we are connected, nothing in this Japanese thinking, how they see these words, nothing exists in separation. All exists connected together. Here it is. So as the faith, faith connects us between God and us because Christ is the faith. Christ connects us with God. We are in Christ, and Christ is in us. There's no hip, hip, hallelujah, or anything like that. Clearly, you're not Pentecostal, but we know that. I'm excited about it. Fine. <laughs> I hope there's buttons on the Facebook Live going, love, 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 love. You know? <laughs> Seriously, people, come on. So here's another lens uh, from Steve McVeigh. I think some of you know him. Just kidding. Faith is the focused intention based on a calm confidence that God is good and that what we desire is already ours. Subnotes. This definition presumed that we're, we're walking in the truth and not being driven by ego, flesh. Faith doesn't look for a future fulfillment of a need, but it sees the end result, finished work, in this present moment, even when temporal senses don't validate it. Is this a lot to take in? Good. I love this. For all those wondering about this morning, way too much information, just use this then. God is not a puzzle to be solved but a mystery to be explored. You don't have to have the defined answer. He is the answer in you. You can rest. Francois Dutois, he wrote the Mirror Bible. I have a couple of slides of what he has shared with me. And unfortunately, there's so much more that I can't share because of time. That's a whole other couple of messages. So sad that often the beautiful, sincerely devoted believers have more faith in their futile efforts to please an already pleased Father than in the only faith that matters. Not what millions of other, other, uh, others believe, but what God believes. Paul couldn't say it any simpler than what he did in Ephesians 4. There is only one faith. If I had a microphone, <laughs> oh, it's an expensive mic drop. All right. There's only one faith. Think about that for a minute. Well, it's confirming source. It's confirming who gives us our faith. One. Faith isn't something we do to persuade God. Faith is what happens to us when we discover how persuaded God is about us. 
And we don't even believe him. Because we are not good enough in our thinking. Stop it. (laughs) You are. Because God has made you good. Be good. And when you see yourself as God sees you, (gasps) your whole life will begin to change. Your lens, your perspective, everything will change. It has to. It will. I guarantee it. Is faith necessary? Absolutely! But not as something you have to do in order to. If there is only one valid faith and one authentic source, then let's look no further. Simply take sides with what God believes about you. He loves you. Oh, he loves you. Where? He loves you! Jesus is God's statement of faith. It doesn't get any simpler for such a complicated topic. You want complication? I gave you lots, but I also gave you simplicity. Where's your heart leading you to? Take time to digest this. Let the Holy Spirit confirm which statements hit your heart? Which ones you're questioning? I didn't like that. That's fine. Put it in the back burner. You don't have to agree to everything. But agree with what God says about you. Believe that. Faith that. Trust that. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Thank you for the gift of belief, faith, trust, which leads to hope. (laughs) Wow. Thank you for giving us faith. Thank you for giving us belief. Let this sink in. I know it's a heavy one, but so what? It's necessary for us to hear this and to be stretched even when we don't want to be. Stretch us this morning. Awaken us more. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.